wow, you sat down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to sit down and, and uh, I'm standing too, too much today and uh, the, last, the last interview just exhausted me, so. <laughs> mm, so that's so right. You're doing it wrong, you know? Yeah. And I told them, guys, no, no, no. When you get the salary, then you save. And then the rest of the money goes into spending on whatever. You save first and then uh, you spend the money. And they were like, wow, that's brilliant. Like, really, really, they, they never thought about it this way, you know? Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books to read I want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. And today we are discussing a book. Another financial uh, book. Yes. Uh, we mentioned it last week and a couple of weeks ago. So if you're not prepared, then you're in for a ride or not. The book is called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz or Mike Michałowicz, as we would say in, in Polish. So the book is about finance, and but, but something different. It's a book written for uh, entrepreneurs, for company owners. Uh, but that's not the reason why we're discussing this. Like between the two of us, you're the company owner, I'm not. But the, the idea, the, the core idea is interesting. Um, it's something super simple, but yet I found it very insightful and inspiring. And it inspired just a, a system for managing personal finances. So I adapted it to my own needs. But, but let's start with um, explaining what the idea is. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> the idea is this, uh, profit first, is that we, uh, the normal formula that, you know, you have income, you have expenses, and then you profit, is good for accounting. But it doesn't apply to real life, actually. Because uh, very often what happens is that after expenses and after the income, there's no profit. So you have uh, no money to invest in your company, you have no money to put aside, you are just, uh, uh, you don't have control of money. And uh, in this book, uh, the author is trying to convince us and, and to set up a system, like a, a system for managing money so that you account for things before they happen and not after mm -hmm. they happen. Because the main problem with this kind of accounting, with this traditional kind of accounting, is that you react to what happened instead of you plan and, and prepare for what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I guess the, the big idea, like, it very much fits in the, the podcast theme because it, it's a system optimized for like managing stuff around human flaws, like, like not, not like pure theory, but, but how humans are, are flawed and make stupid decisions. And instead of trying to change the human, uh, let's change the, the system and organize things in such a way that doing like staying to, within the right habits and doing the right thing is the easiest thing to do. Right, yeah. because the the, the normal um, tendency is for you to just spend all all the money. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 it, it fits so much in the theme of this podcast and of of productivity in in general. Like the the fact that you predecide on things this way, your monkey brain will not freak out later. You know, you predecide before so that you know you know what to do later. The fact that we 
pre-decide on our most important tasks in the evening so that in the morning we don't go to Twitter, but we just go to our first task because mm-hmm. it's already been decided for. And this is the kind of similar situation. You know, you, uh, as you said, you know, you, uh, you optimize to, to, to trick your monkey brain. Right. So we'll explain this in, in, a, in a second, but, but what it contracts is, is this um, natural tendency that, that you do what the offer calls balanced uh, balance-based accounting. So you look at the bank balance, you see there's money, and you're like, oh, we can, there's money. We can grow the company and buy this new thing or whatever, and you spend it all, and then you realize, ah, oh, shoot, like, there's no profit left for me to take as the company owner, or there's no stuff to invest in, like, to, to save up for the longer-term investment or to save up for um, when something bad happens and you need lots of money. Uh, you just sort of live paycheck to paycheck, even though you started a company for a reason, right? To be independent and whatnot. But but then your natural tendencies get, get in the way and you spend all of the um, all of the money. And I, I guess the, the the book is written very much from the American perspective, which I think um, makes the problem even worse because in, in the US, uh, even more so than in other countries, like everything is on credit. So... Yes. The, there's a there's a delay between when you decided that you owe some money to someone and when you see the change in your uh, in your balance. So you, you might see a positive, like a nice balance, and that there's money to spend uh, on all sorts of different things. But but then you know it it turns out that there's still money you have to like take out of, of your. Uh, of your balance because you've you've already said you like it, it's already like it's already decided you just haven't like actually made the payment right um and then profit never comes yeah for example in in, in our industry as i mean in our company on one hand we are lucky because people are paying for nosby um uh, before they use the service so like you know when you start you know, your, your subscription you you pay for the first month or you pay for the first year and then you know so and then you use, then you use it so we are lucky in this sense because very often like usually what happens is that you first deliver the service and then somebody pays you if they actually pay you in our case they pay us before which is good but uh, because they pay us with uh, through with credit cards and with you know other forms of payment paypal and other things this money uh, goes through the you know through these uh, services and then it ends up in our bank account but it always does end up like in a, with a one week or two week delay so in this sense uh, we also have to plan that you know if we earn ten thousand dollars today and it was like yeah we have ten thousand dollars it's gonna end up in our bank account only in the next two weeks not yet so we don't have like, like we see it in the in the in the we see a nice spike of sales or whatever but we, but we don't see the money yet so, mm-hmm. so this this is this is like a similar situation in this sense that you know it's it's a delayed thing. So you shouldn't be be feeling today like you have ten thousand dollars because you don't have it yet. It's gonna come in two weeks. So how do we counteract these human tendencies to spend it all? We create a system, like we always do. We create a system where we uh, put money aside first, and then. Uh, we uh, spend only the money that's left and not the mm-hmm. other way around. We don't spend money and then, oh my, oh my gosh, uh, we're, 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 there's nothing left. So this is the thing. You put money aside, aside first. Right. So the idea is that you have, like, you just 
make more buckets, right? Yes. So you have the like create sub accounts in your bank account, and you have the income bucket, and all of the income comes here, but you don't spend anything from there directly, right? And then you have additional uh, buckets, like you have reserves for tax. Uh, again, that that depends on uh, on the country. Like uh, generally, like in your case, like everything is month to month. But in some cases, I think in 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 the US, like some stuff you pay, I don't know, once a year or something. Like that, that, that's what I understood from the context from from the book. So you have to plan more more uh, uh, in advance. But even if it's month to month, you have to set aside. Then there's a profit bucket. So you set aside money for profit, and uh, there's the operating expenses bucket. So for operating expenses, for everything else, and for compensation, um, for for you, not that's not profit, but but just like your salary as as if you're an employee, and for all the other employees, and you do it like once you you decide on the percentages for each bucket based on uh, past numbers, past experiences. You figure out uh, what the good numbers are, and then each month or twice a month or whatever uh, suits you you spread money from the income bucket to those other buckets. And you can always you can only spend money from a bucket within the category. So tax reserves are only for tax and uh, operating expenses are only for operating expenses. And profit is only for profit. Once you've decided that you set aside, you know, five percent or fifteen percent or whatever uh, it is for profit, it doesn't come from that account for anything else. You see some shiny uh, new thing that you could buy for the company that would improve the operations. And you see, oh, I have the money, right? But it's in, it's in a profit bucket. It's already pre-decided because the profit is important. And if there's not enough money in the operating expenses bucket, then it, it doesn't mean that you spend money from the profit bucket. It means that you can't afford it. Exactly. So in my case, for example, um, I do it uh, uh, on the 20th of every month. On the 25th of every month, we, uh, I, get to, uh, I get to pay uh, income tax. Um, and then when I do that, based on the income tax that I paid for the last month, and history, I have, well, uh, well, first of all, based on this income tax, particularly from this month, I get things calculated automatically. And mm-hmm. then based on the history, I have additional things calculated automatically. So, uh, for example, we have, um, uh, we buy lots of services uh, from the US. So we have a separate US dollar account uh, where we have a credit card and we use this credit card uh, on the, for the services, Amazon services, you know, like many services that we use to run our company. So on the 20th, I already put the money there for these services. You know, I know how much more or less I'm going to spend there uh, for next month. So I put money aside. It's done. Go. And and in, in, in this sense, uh, on the 20th, I really have the spreadsheet. I'm calculating the spreadsheet. I'm putting money in all these sub-accounts. And only then, uh, and, and, and then I'm taking the profit as well. So the, 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 the you know, the... Uh, what's left, uh, and mm-hmm. and then and then from there uh, I have the uh, expense account. So so this way um, uh, again it's predecided. I uh, based on what happened plus based on the history, I do the calculations. I spread the money in the buckets, and then I can go on. Yeah, and and we could end the episode there. Like exactly. the the, <laughs> the audiobook was like six hours long, and there was a lot of like technical details and stories and whatnot, uh, which is useful. It's context, and again, we talked about it a long time ago. Uh, books are vehicles for ideas, and you need ideas drilling into you for more than twenty minutes for you to not just 
get it in theory, but like internalize it. Uh, but that's the basic idea. It's as simple as that. And people don't do it. Uh, do it like a lot of uh, co- company owners apparently don't do it. Like it's a, oh no, it's like it's a ridiculously simple idea. Like it it shouldn't need to be a book. But like I never thought about it like this to like predecide on categories of like spending like beforehand and then like only be able to spend from those buckets i'm i'm telling you i mean this is really true story just one week ago we had a meeting with the friends and they are both uh, successful they have good jobs they have a daughter they are pretty well off uh, you know i mean you know mid, mid, um, uh, middle class just like myself so like very uh, very like smart people smart people good people and we started talking for some reason about savings because like, oh, yeah because they were thinking about getting a house and 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 they said that you know with the savings that they have now it will be hard for them to have the down payment you know right now at this mm. moment and ask them why like why wouldn't you have for down payment you know and it wasn't like an a, a question like you know ridiculous question i was just curious i mean with the, the amount of money that they are earning i mean they should you know be able to accumulate down payment you know pretty you know quickly uh, i mean you know with proper savings like yeah because we haven't saved that much you know this year or whatever and i'm like how are you saving and they said well so you know you know we spend money you know during the month and then we say at the end of the month we see that some some something's left and we put it on the savings and then i was like well even you guys don't get it you're doing it wrong, you know? Yeah. And I told them, guys, no, no, no. When you get the salary, then you save. And then the rest of the money goes into spending on whatever. You save first, and then uh, you spend the money. And they were like, wow, that's brilliant. Like, really, like, really, they didn't, they never thought about it this way, you know? And, and, and like, like, really intelligent people, really nice people, very, very good friends of ours. Like, when I told them this, brilliant idea of putting money aside in the very beginning when they get the salary they were like they were they were, they were just astonished like their eyes opened i love when the simplest ideas turn out to be most powerful because we're, we're, not, we're not just talking about some esoteric thing like we often do and, and and enjoy like we're talking about like like serious stuff like being able to afford a house exactly right this is this is important this is like like one of the the biggest life decisions and 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 uh, mm-hmm. and, and and purchases right exactly and took so little to possibly change your friend's life going forward exactly so so so, so because then they realized that they were they were just you know the month would go they would go out the money would be gone they would save nothing or save just a little bit and this is the problem and this is the parkinson's law Yes, uh, just their resources used tend to expand until they consume all resources uh, available, and it's just human nature, right? Exactly. It's like uh, it's interesting uh, when talking about like transportation. Like I, I'm I'm into transportation because my brother is into it, and uh, we mostly my brother did a lot of work in my city to improve uh, cycling infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Like I really interesting like fascinating uh thing uh in in cities is that you have traffic jams right yeah and what do you think there's not enough lanes there's not enough space for the cars that's the problem problem. and like 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 this is this is obvious that the only logical completely logical when you think about it um uh solution is to expand the road so it has more lanes but 
it almost never works. Like it, it's it's ridiculous. Like logically, it it shouldn't make sense, but that's almost always how expanding road uh, roads uh, end up. It's it's not it's not enough because it will help a little bit for a time, and then people will be like, you know what? I'll take I'll take a car uh, for this route this time. You know. I, I the I hated the the traffic jam that was before, and and so I decided to take a bus f- to work. But now you know what? I, I think I'll get back to to going my uh, using my car. Kills for a while, and then magically people find a way to fill in the damn lanes again. Exactly. So sometimes it's the solution, uh, but only like extreme circumstances where you really don't have enough throughput. But most of the time, it's not the solution. And something else is the solution, changing the system completely and not just adding to it, right? Exactly. So that's why that's why when you put a limit on yourself, when you you know when you say first and you have the then then you will spend the money that you have and you'll still be happy. It will not be a problem. And and it's very often it's 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 a whole thing of people of when when people are trying to help other people get from debt is that you know this month save one dollar, that's it one dollar. Mm-hmm. Next month save two. You know, and in this way, people just learn that you know, it's okay, it's fine if I don't have five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, hundred dollars. Like you know, suddenly people realize that they can still. I mean, it's not like they're they're suffering now that they don't have this money. You know, that they can still adjust their life to the money that they have. Um, and if they don't save it, well, they use it anyway. So that's actually what the the author of the book recommended to. Uh make estimations of the percentages you need for each bucket and then make them smaller and, and like with the profit bucket like if if you if you're not already in the habit as a as a business owner to set a, to to have set aside profit then start with 1% like just 1% of of the income goes to profit so like like because the the what you don't want to do is to be like forced to to cut back to like 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 put the uh, to go from like 10% profit to 5% profit because like you already have commitments and you have to uphold them like you want to start small but then like like expand the the right percentages until you have more and more savings so tell me how you you know applied the 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 knowledge from the book in your case all right so i wanted to first give you my um my objectives like like why this this seemed uh, relevant to me, okay. uh, because again, like it, many people have a stronger motivation uh, with this because they they have a pressing need, like they can't make ends meet, right? Yes. Uh, I don't have the problem. I'm fortunate enough to uh, have a well-paying job, and I'm young. I live cheaply. I. I always, um, ever since I started making money, I would be able to to set aside a good chunk of my uh, income as uh, savings, and not savings as in spend this year, but like long term st- savings. But even then, I see this this uh, uh, this nasty um, phenomenon, which is called uh, the the lifestyle uh, inflation. Oh yes, right. So so the idea is inflation, like same things. Uh, cost more over time and lifestyle inflation is savings cost more over time but not because of the economy but because of you like you feel like you're living the the same way you're not any happier like you, you didn't like you're, you're not going from 
being poor to being not poor, you're you still feel okay, right? You feel the same. And yet the same things, the same like life basics, necessities cost you more and more just because you have the money. And so you, you somehow manage to spend it. Oh, yes. Right? So I, I, want, to, I want to cut that, that down, uh, not because I, I have to now, but because I don't like the, the trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, because I, I'm talking about stuff I don't care about, things that don't make my life considerably better, right? Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if, if I, um, like with basic life stuff, like food and clothes, like I don't want to spend a lot of money on that because this is just basics. I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel great. It doesn't make me feel like I'm growing, like I'm learning something. It's just stuff, you know? So I don't want to go on the trajectory of lifestyle inflation. I want to put a cap on myself and hone good habits in terms of um, personal finance with the everyday uh, uh, spending and also in terms of um, savings and also with intentionality with larger purchases. So like I said last week, I don't want to, um, you know, I, I want to spend money on, on stuff where I feel like I'm learning, like on travel and stuff like that. But with with other things, like if I'm buying something expensive, like I, I want to just just do it because the 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 balance on, on the bank account says I can, so why not? But But make it intentional, like, is this really what I want? Like, make it a, a real decision and not a, a snap decision, right? Uh, so I want to constrain myself in some way, but at the same time, and this is what we talked about, this is why we talked about it uh, last week in terms of, like, what, what young people should, uh, how they should approach savings and, and money. I don't want to constrain myself in pursuits that demand money, but I consider them important and, and worth it. Like anything that involves learning and just new experiences and exploring and growing. Like for me, that's primarily travel, right? Like mm. Travel is can be expensive. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it's generally quite expensive. Um, I also, like I'm fortunate enough that since I work in technology, I want to buy new cool things, but again, with intentionality, not if you're just because it's available, but because I feel like, yeah, this 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 is worth it for me. Uh, but mostly travel, learning, etc. So uh, this way, the, the Perfect First System was in- interesting to me, and I here's the way I adapted it to, um, to my own needs. So I have many buckets, like it, it, it might seem overwhelming at, at first, like it's more complex than just um, having one uh, bank account and spending and saving and somehow I managed it mostly just fine before. I made multiple buckets, but much of it is like automated or for a specific purpose. So in practice, it it doesn't have like overhead for me. So the first bucket is income again. Uh, this is where money comes in. So it's money from my job and money from uh, my app to them, which is on my app store, link in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> it's not a lot, but it's there. It's nice. Um, then the the second bucket is tax. Uh, so I pay my own tax and I set aside money for that and we'll get back to it. Then there's uh, pass-through. So this is for like recurring larger purchases, uh, like like larger spending. Like right now it's just like one thing. It's It's rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we'll get back to it in a second. Then there's profit. So by profit, I mean like lo- long-term 
uh, savings, not savings as in I will spend it this year, but savings as in I probably won't have a use for that for the next five or 10 years. Uh, then there's uh, a small bucket called philanthropy. And this is something I, I, the idea I stole from you, which is to set aside a small percentage of, of income for um, philanthropic or charity uh, causes. I nice. consider it a tax on being a good citizen. Very good. Um, then there's the spending bucket and the spending bucket is uh, like everyday spending, like everyday stuff, like mm. the food and the clothes and er- like all the everyday stuff except for rent, which is uh, set aside differently. And then there's big savings uh, or uh, I'm sorry, big spending. So big spending is uh, what most people would call uh, savings as the short, in the short term savings. Yeah, like short-term uh, savings. So uh, money I set aside for, for larger travel or um, hardware or whatever, right? And now the system is is this. Uh, I have um, I have it partially automated uh, through like automated um, transfers, but I, I couldn't automate it 100%. Uh, so I have, a, I have a recurring task in Nosby, obviously, for the first Sunday of the month. Uh, when I spread the money into the buckets, so uh, there's a there's an uh, so for the tax bucket there's an automatic uh, uh, fixed amount that mm-hmm. set aside uh, for tax because unlike like businesses uh, I um, it doesn't fluctuate that much it fluctuates a little bit so I calculated the amount that will always um, cover be enough right mm-hmm. and then it. It uh, it goes to the the tax account. It's a fixed amount uh, every month. So uh, there's there's stuff I, I I have to pay every month, and there's stuff I pay every three months. So if on the uh, once every three months uh, there's money left, then it goes like to the to like big spending, right? Like it's it's money I, I didn't spend, but but the, 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 there's a, a slightly too large amount set aside for tax. Then for pass-through, again, right now it's just rent, but maybe I'll have another use for it. So uh, for, for me, it's actually also a fixed amount. Uh, so it it goes automatically to the pass-through account, and a couple of days later, there's an automated transfer for the rent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then for spending, I calculated um, an amount which, uh, based on like last year's data, will be enough and I think it's it's slightly uh, too large but I, I, again I, I don't want to um, pull it up I want to push it down to to set the the cap moving forward and um, and the the idea is um, so let, let's say I I, I put 1,000 magic coins uh, every month but I I don't like add 1,000 magic coins because if I don't spend it all I don't want to for the spending account to keep growing. But okay. it's capped at, say, 1,100 magic coins. So I add up to 1,100 magic coins, uh, but not more than 1,000 every month, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for, for profit, there's a, a fixed percentage. Again, calculated and underestimated based on uh, last year, which was a, a splurge year because of uh, travel. So again, I don't want to constrain myself too much with uh, like travel and, and stuff. So it's like smaller than um, uh, than necessary. I, I could set aside more, but I don't want to. I don't want to ever take money from the profit account. It's 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 like there to stay, mm-hmm. right? And for that, I'll cal- I'll calculate it fixed uh, percentage. 
So for tax, pass-through and spending, it's a fixed amount. For profit, mm-hmm. it's a fixed percentage. Yeah. Right? And then uh, in, with the profit account, it circulates with another bank that has the best available time deposits. And mm-hmm. every year, small percentage goes to invest in ETFs. Mm-hmm. But it never comes back. Like, profit is profit, okay? Philanthropy, um, I calculated for, like, 2% pre-tax. I used to do, like, you 3% after tax. Mm-hmm. And I figured out it would be easier, like, not to bother with tax, but it's more or less 2% pre-tax. So okay. just 2% uh, each month. And then everything else that's left after I put everything in the right buckets goes to big spending. So uh, this is money to spend on hardware or for travel and whatnot. And 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 the amount that, that should be there uh, every month, more or less, like it, it's slightly variable, but not, not too much. It's comfortable, but not too comfortable. Like it's, it's, it's just a little, um, it's designed just to make me feel the pain if I, if I get um, uh, sloppy or, 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 or greedy. Right. And I, I put a, I put a, cap on the on the big spending um, um, account so th- th- there, there should always be enough money there so that if I want to m- you know have a splurge like last year when I had two big trips like expensive uh, trips to another continent I can do it but there's a maximum amount and I think after that if it's there it goes to the profit account uh, and and the idea behind that is to force interna- intentionality uh, on me, that even though I don't want to uh, constrain myself too much, I still have to think about it in advance and not just act when uh, it might not necessarily be a, a good idea or, or a good idea to do it now and not by thinking about it in advance. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Very good. Very good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I have a, uh, I have a sim- similar system as for um, the, the the percentages. So mm-hmm. uh, with every, um, uh, as I mentioned already, I think past in, the, in this past show, and as you mentioned also, that uh, when I get to pay the tax, based on the tax, I pay, I, I pay the the percentage. But it's in, in my case, it's also pre-tax because I pay. I, it's percentage from the income, not from mm-hmm. the from the tax, from the income. So uh, from the uh, Exactly from the from the income, so mm-hmm. so um, so it's the three percent for charity, four percent for kids, for example, to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, the idea being is that you know when one of my daughters decides to go to Harvard, I can pay at least you know a flight ticket to the USA. <laughs> no, the, the first you know payment for I don't know for the first semester or whatever or more semesters, whatever. But the thing is that. They already have lots of money there. I mean, you know, because I've been, we've been, you know, she's nine years now, so I've been saving money nine years now for that. Oh wow! So, so, so you've been doing this for a long time. Oh yes, mm-hmm. you know, when I think about it, yes, that's true. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, from the very beginning when she was born, we started saving money. So, um, so this, uh, and then also for other buckets, as I mentioned. So, uh, and especially the bucket for the for the um, uh, U.S. expenses, so that we have the mm-hmm. money there, because uh, I, I have been sloppy with that like a year ago, and then suddenly you know some charges wouldn't go through, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was embarrassing, and then suddenly you know there was we were in danger of some service servers not not you know not working, <laughs> so we cannot <laughs> have that. So uh, so I have that. Uh, but yeah, um, it's uh, it's um, 
and also the other thing that we have, which is another system, uh, yeah, now, now that when I, when I think about it, is the fact that lots of payments that we pay for the company are also done in PayPal. So in PayPal, automatically we pay for lots of servers and lots of services and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So what it means is that we look at PayPal when these payments are due, but also people pay to Nozzy for with PayPal. So uh, so we only take the profit out, you know, after ah. we've paid everyone in PayPal. So we've paid for the services, we pay to our affiliates in Nozbe because we have an affiliate program and we pay also the, the so and then the rest we we decide with my father, okay, this is my father is our financial director. We decide, you know, okay, this much money we can put to the bank, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to our you know uh, um, uh, business account. Uh, so so PayPal is also kind of our buffer for that, you know, that it because money comes in, money money goes out. And only after both of the transactions went, then we put the money aside. So, so PayPal is, is serving us this purpose in a way this, uh, as well. Uh, yeah, so really what you're doing makes sense, makes complete sense. And what I really like about it, is, as, you, as, as you mentioned, is that you first decide on how much and you cap yourself, which is really mm-hmm. smart that you cap yourself, especially with, um, you know, with spending. Um, and uh, I would like to you know, bring back the, the, our discussion that we had before, that where, where you thought you had it and you know you had it all figured out and then suddenly you saw that you were spending more money on the clothes that you ever wear and and, and it was surprising for you so so uh, i'm sure that lots of listeners who would try to impose the system will then figure out that huh i didn't know i was spending on beers that much i don't drink so much beer. <laughs> <laughs> right but then when you yeah, go out I, yeah actually um you know when i when i figured out this that this is the 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 cup I'll start with, and I I have a number slightly lower in mind, and like this is like cap on like everyday bullshit, like on, on stuff that doesn't matter that I don't care about, right? So I don't I don't feel like it's appropriate to spend lots of money on it, and because like before I didn't manage it in any specific way, like I only had the, the the philanthropy bucket I had for a while, but otherwise like. It was all like one bucket, and much of it like went to time deposit. So I didn't see like a, a big number on on the uh, on the on the balance sheet. But but still, like I, I managed it just fine, and managed to set aside a good chunk for um, for profit, so to speak. But but still, like I I would every year I would spare more and more on stuff that doesn't matter. And when I started thinking about it and figured out that there must be a cap, and like. Oh man! Like now, I have to fit it inside the cap. I started thinking about it more and looking back at at the numbers from the analysis from last year, and I figured out a lot of uh, small places, uh, small like ways in which I would overspend on stuff that doesn't matter. That now I know, and I figured out like like simple um, rules of thumb that okay, I don't do this in this circumstance period because like makes no sense, and like boom. Like we'll get back to the to this uh, at the beginning of of next year, but I I think it will I'll actually spend less and not more um, on this everyday stuff. Yeah, and 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 I would like to highlight here this this also psychological thing that if you put them in these buckets, uh, it's like it's not it's not yours anymore. You know, it's it's just yeah out there in these buckets, so you don't you don't touch the money psychologically it's it's it works very well like for example uh, what we mentioned you know the charity thing you know this money is not mine anymore the moment i i I transfer it to the charity funds to the charity you know sub account it's already it doesn't belong to me anymore yeah exactly so uh, 
so first of all, um, as we as, as you already mentioned some time ago, that if it's a percentage, then you know normally you wouldn't give so much money to the charity, but it's a percentage. So you know you were you're earning that much, and it's a percentage, so it has to go there. There is no discussion. That's first thing. Second thing is then later you can really spend this money on some really good cause, and you, you normally you wouldn't spend so much money for a cause. But now it's not yours anymore. You're not spending your money. Yeah. You're spending money that you already put aside. It's not yours. And it's, it's a completely different um, way of handling it. Yeah, 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 uh, totally. Uh, and again, with the philanthropy bucket, I, I've also done it for, I think, like two or three years now. And, um, you know, it, it was never like a temptation or anything like that. I always like uh, was like, huh, okay, like that's just like the two or three percent and that's it. And then I would have no reservations in terms of like spending the money because it was already pre-decided that it's just two or three percent. It doesn't matter. Like my life won't be worse for having three percent less money uh, or two percent less money. And and it's a good thing, right? It's, it's a tax on a, on being a, a good citizen. Exactly. And uh, and again, like much of it is automated. So uh, and and mo- like most of these. Uh, buckets are like for very specific rare causes so or, or like stuff you do rarely so tax pass through profit philanthropy so there's four buckets but you don't think about them income you only like look at it uh i look at once a month to to put money in other buckets so like really two buckets matter spending and big spending exactly. so it, it's it's not really a complicated system it, it's a it's a complex system at first but you set it up you figure it out it, it, it took me I was going back from some other city and I, I was sitting in the train with, with, with the iPad and the, and the Apple Pencil. I was, I was going to do a week review, but I, I read this book and I was like, oh man, like I had to figure out like how to adapt the system. This is what I figured out. But I, I was like drawing boxes and like figuring out how to do it so that it makes sense. And just this is the, the system I figured out. And uh, maybe I'll tweak it a little bit, but maybe it'll last another 10 years and this is how I'll do things. Yeah, and the author of the book actually is is moving. Is, is he's 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 more um, he's more radical than we are because he would tell you to move the money to a, to a different bank where there is no online banking where you can you can really not access <laughs> them. Like he would really force you to move the money out to these buckets so that there is no easy way to get the money out. You know, so there is really no temptation. You know, you don't have to fight it. There is not just a one-click transfer to get the money back. You have to show up, you know, and sign three papers to just get the money out. So no, would- well, if if you have if you have the the history of, of having this tendency, then then this is a, a, a great system. This is a great idea. I don't do this because I, I don't need to. Like I never yeah. had problem with this, so uh, I'm fine. Like I, I just want like structure and a cap on myself. But I, I know like I won't be tempted to. To, to cheat the the system I imposed on myself, uh, yeah. but it's a good idea if you feel like like you you need a little more uh, chains. Exactly, but 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 as 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 you said and as you wrote in your in your book notes, like you don't mm-hmm. change uh, yourself, you change the system and you apply yeah. the system. And when this, when you have the system system set up, really, it's there is no discussion, and this is the best part. There is no discussion. This is what goes. This is what goes. That's it. Then you make a review if you decide consciously to do a review of your system and to change the percentages caps or whatever perfect but then sure. it's a conscious decision yeah but it, it's something like you do like once a year or on a exactly. uh, during like on you uh, like annual or quarterly review like a, a big like uh, statement right not 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 something you do on a whim right exactly. 
And so even though there's more parts, in some sense, it's it's a much clearer system. There's like a big clarity. Like there's the spending account at the beginning of the month. There's a one thousand magic coins there, and 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 that's it, right? And I I I have to spend it so that it it lasts. And there's no there's no like extra decisions to make, right? And um, with the big spending, like that's the that's the budget for all the splurge things and that's my decision to make uh, i shall be intentional about it but it's not mixed with with money i don't intend to to spend anytime soon so uh there's no temptation there, there's no decision there no, no there's no analysis it's just that's the bucket for stuff like this and it's it really gives a lot of clarity perfect i really love it so i think we have enough time for a brief uh corner i think you wanted to make yeah 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 thank you thank you thank you um yeah so i so short um short uh, basketball corner uh, my favorite team in the whole wide world uh, golden state warriors just won an, an nba championship but it's not only about that that they won and then won very nicely uh, but the fact uh, what I really liked about 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 that was the press conferences after they won, uh, okay. how how much they highlighted, because uh, the, the 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 backstory was, uh, and we actually discussed this on, on on like two years ago when they lost they lost championship and I was really mm-hmm. annoyed that they lost championship um, two years ago, and what happened two years ago is that the, their main star Steph Curry after they lost he. He did a review and decided, you know, we have to recruit as another superstar to, you know, to, to, to help our team, you know, be better and win, win next year. And he recruited Kevin Durant, who's, who's a very big superstar. So the thing was, there you are, you have a big superstar recu- recruiting another superstar. And normally this would not happen because the superstar wouldn't want to have a competition inside his own team. But he actively recruited them. And, and, and Kevin Durant joined the team, and suddenly they had a few superstars, including Steph Curry. What happened was, is they, they won championship last year, and then, won, then won, they won the championship this year. In both of these cases, there is an additional award for MVP, most valuable player, for the championship. And in both cases, this new star, Kevin Durant, won the award, right? Not the one, not the superstar who recruited him, right? Mm-hmm. And... On this press conference, they asked both Kevin Durant and uh, the coach. Um, so, um, you know, the Steph Curry, he was so good in the finals, but yet he didn't get the award. And Kevin Durant, who got the award, said, does it really matter? It doesn't matter. I, I get this award. We don't care about that. I came to this team because Steph and I wanted to, uh, wanted to win championships. This is what we want. We don't care about you know personal accolades. Okay, you, you write about it. I mean, I have this award. I can put it on my shelf. But he, we came here together to win championships. This is what matters. And and I loved it. I loved this. You know, I on the prize. This is what matters. You know. Okay, I get this additional award for you know. And Steph Curry got an award for like um you know record for most threes in one game or whatever. But. They don't care about that. These superstars know that they are there together to win championships. Everything else is noise. And I love it. I, I just, I just, I just, it was so nice to listen to this and, and think about it, you know, in how many environments the ego is so important that it just trumps everything else. Yeah. And here, here you have two superstars 
And they don't fight over who gets the MVPs or whatever. They fight together to get the championships. That's all that matters. It's quite refreshing. Oh, yes, it is. Although I don't care about basketball. Yeah, I know. But I'm going to link in the show notes to my blog post, which I'm writing right now about uh, this, because I just, uh, <laughs> I just, there are the quotes, the original quotes, what they, what they said, and links to the, you know, press conferences, if you want, if you're curious. But because, you know, for me, it was such, an, such a great leadership lesson, you know, from... Yeah, no, from no, I, I understand. I, I, I don't care about uh, basketball, but I, I definitely... Uh, uh, see the appeal of this. This is refreshing, especially I guess in in sports, like on such a high level. When when people just just get ah, uh, they they have their heads so far. Okay, I don't want to say that. Uh, <laughs> exactly. They 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 put their egos so far in, in the front. Like the the more successful uh, people are, the the more they think they're uh, you know the the center of of the world. So you know. Putting the Diego aside and, and seeing the big picture. It makes a lot of sense. There was additional one thing that Kevin, just, just one additional thing. So Kevin Durant, who joined the, the team when the staff recruited him, was there for one year. And he had an mm-hmm. option to extend for another year. And of course he did uh, pursue the option because he wanted to, to win another championship. But there was a problem. He was earning too much money. So they would have to give out one of the other stars. And he decided to, to cap his salary so that they can still get the star. So nice. again, again, like, uh, I love this team because they are so selfless. Because, you know, he's been earning lots of money and he's, he's very rich. But then he decided, you know, to just give up on some of it to make sure that the team stays intact, that, that they, they, they still are the same team. And like, really great example. Well, that's it. All right. Uh, as for picks, I wanted to recommend one book that I read recently. Uh, it's Conspiracy by Ryan Holiday, or with the subtitle Peter Thiel, Hulk Hogan, Gawker, and the Anatomy of Intrigue. So I, I, I came across this on, on Audible like a long time ago uh, because I uh, we discussed another book by Ryan Holiday, uh, Ego, Ego is the Enemy, speaking of. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's like, you know, I saw it, Conspiracy, and it's like, uh, no, <laughs> uh, like, like I, I didn't even see the subtitle, so I, I, I was not interested. Uh, but uh, there's a discussion about the book on Hell Internet Podcast 103. So I, I did will be talking about the book, so I would refer you to Hell Internet 103 for like commentary on the book. So uh, in in short, it's the story of how Gawker published something about. Hulk Hogan and he didn't like it because it was really not cool and in general Gawker was this like pretty terrible sleazy company with all of this gossip gossip websites all that stuff and then uh, Hulk Hogan sued them and it turns out he had a backer for the the lawsuit and in the end Gawker got bankrupted by the the lawsuit and then it turned out that Peter Thiel which is this billionaire uh, VC uh, investor uh, was behind it, uh, bankrolling it, and it, it, it's a fascinating story because, like, uh, I think a lot of people in the tech industry heard about this thing. Um, I heard about it something, but I, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't mm-hmm. go deep into the the details, and and the book makes it far more interesting. Like you, because it's it's not just like a simple story with one good guy and what bad guy and a, a simple storyline with one conclusion but it, it's a it's a much more complex one where uh, both Peter Thiel and Hulk Hogan and Gawker are um, 
in certain versions of the story the good guys and in other versions of the story one of them is the bad guy and and like it, it's all complex and and really strange and it's one of the book that, that you keep thinking about it and trying to make up your mind what you think about it like what's what's the right thing what's the wrong thing um but it's it's not as simple as that like it it it, it makes you think about on one hand um the 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 sleaziness of a company like Gawker and how they could get away with it for so long. On the other hand, you think about how terrible it is that a rich billionaire, um, just because they, they don't like them, uh, they can sue them and put them out of business. On the other hand, you think about the US law system and how only a billionaire could do it because it took 10 years and you know tens of millions of dollars to, to to sue them and see it to the end like it's all messed up it's all like really complex and a lot of um challenging uh issues uh come up with this so i think it's it's worth uh reading i i, I don't have any judgment uh, final judgment on the book i'm i'm just saying it's worth reading and try to make up your own mind but uh for me i i, I couldn't like it's i i i don't I don't. I can see multiple viewpoints, but I, I can't. I can't say which is the right one. So fascinating. Conspiracy by Ron Holiday. So basically, a terrible website being sued by a terrible billionaire. Yes. Making a terrible mess. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll check it out. <laughs>